Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. Our story follows this brief thought from Fibber and Molly. McGee, whatever happened to that nice idea that used to be around about marriage being a 50-50 deal? Oh, I'd say it's alive and kicking. Still takes two to polka. <laughs> Tango, sweetheart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't quote me, but I guess you're right. With married folks, things do manage to work out pretty evenly. You should know, Molly. You take something like planning the family's future. That's one job where a wife and husband should work together because it's not his or her future, it's theirs. You bet. And, McGee, if folks would use Prudential's dollar guide, they'd find the problem of planning for their future a whole lot easier. Sit down with a dollar guide, and step by step you can figure out just how much money will be needed to get along on if Dad dies unexpectedly. Money for important things like living expenses, keeping the kids fed, clothed, and in school, paying off the mortgage or the rent. So let's face it, folks. Now's the time to decide what your family's future needs will be in dollars and cents. And you know, the man to help you with deciding is your Prudential agent. Call him and make a date soon. He'll show you how to make sure the money will be there when you need it the most. Here's a man looking for something. Must be something important, because he's muttering to himself. Oh, there you are, McGee. Huh? What are you doing with the desk? I'm hunting for my valuable papers file. Doggone it, I know I put them away someplace where they'd be safe, and, and they are. At least for me. Which of your valuable papers do you need? The $10 check you cashed for the stranger at the railroad station who forgot to put the name of his bank on no, it? No, no. Or the guarantee on the lifetime pen you got for graduation? I'm looking for our fire insurance papers. We'll see if we're covered with a blanket policy in case we buy an electric blanket and it catches fire some way. Heavenly days, who'd want an electric blanket on a day like this? Somebody must. Otherwise, why has the West End Slumber Shop got an electric blanket one half off sale on today? Because if you use an electric blanket in this weather, you'd have to leave it one half off. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Ah, here's my valuable papers file. Well, good. Now, let me see. Elks Club dues receipts. Our copy of the mortgage. Hey, what's this? What's what? This envelope here with my will and stuff says this is it on the outside. You, you recall what it is? No, it's all sealed up, too. This is it. And what is it? Well, there must be something important in here with your valuable papers. I don't think I ever saw that before. Well, there's only one way to find out what it is. You think you should open it? Only way I'll ever find out. It's my handwriting. I must have put it away for a good reason. Well, looky here. Let's see. McGee's chili con carne. Yeah. Melt a half a pound of kidney fat in iron kettle. Add two pounds of lean beef. Why, it's a recipe. Oh, sure, I could tell that all right. Old family recipe, I think. But why did I put it in here, Mark? This is it. Right next to my will. Maybe you bequeathed it to a relative or the Smithsonian Institute or something. Did you? Not that I remember. Read some more of it. Maybe it'll give me a clue. 
Help me remember why I put it away. Well, it says cut beef in half-inch cubes and brown well. Mm -hmm. Add one cup of minced onions, two cloves of garlic, and cook about 15 minutes, stirring constantly. Oh, say, this sounds good. And go on, read some more. Put in one pint of solid-packed tomatoes, then stir in two tablespoons of the best chili powder obtainable, one tablespoon of paprika, two teaspoons of oregano... McGee, where are you going? I can't figure out why I put this recipe away so careful, so the best thing for me to do on this mystery is to reconstruct the evidence. You mean? Right. I'm going to order all the ingredients and make us a batch of that this-is-it chili. Even if I don't satisfy my curiosity, I'll satisfy this awful hungry I suddenly got for that wonderful-sounding chili. <laughs> Hello, the market. Send me over a half a pound of oregano. Yeah, oregano. <laughs> Good. Put it on the table. Meat, onions, garlic, chili powder. The best obtainable. Got to have the best chili powder obtainable. Son, this chili powder is so wonderful, I had to knock the boss down and keep the other clerks covered with a gun to get it out of the store. Good. What you going to do with all these ingredients, kids? Commit chili con carne? <laughs> That's the plan, Mr. Oldtimer. McGee found this wonderful recipe put away. Oh, I love chili, kids. I bet this chili of yours wouldn't hold a candle to Willie Parker's chili, Johnny. Do tell. He was boss truck slinger for the old Lazy J outfit, and we all loved Willie's chili. Really a good cook, was he? The Prudence Penny of the Plains, <laughs> we used to call him, <laughs> daughter. Not where he could hear us, of course. I can could... imagine. Well, I tell you, when the smell of Willie's chili spread out across the plains, he never had a holler, come and get it. Kept him busy just beating off the cow hands. Yeah. He used a large wooden spoon with a circular rotary movement. You never saw such smooth, beaten cow hands in your life. <laughs> well, how'd he make his chili? What'd he put in it that made it so wonderful? Well, sir, that was Willie's secret, Johnny. He was mighty careful not to let nobody watch him make it. Sounds like a real artist. One day, though, he let me watch him. Son, he says to me, one of these days I'll be gone. I want you to have my recipe. Watch, he says. Gee, you must have been excited. Johnny, it was a great moment. Willie rolled up his sleeves, took a skin and axe, and opened up ten big one-gallon cans of ingredients. Boy. Dumped them all in an iron kettle all together and started them simmering. I copied down the labels on the cans so I wouldn't forget. What was in the cans? What did the labels say? All said the same. Yeah? Chicago brand chili con carne. Heat and serve. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, kid. Yeah. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. A charming, laughing, healthy child has the power to melt the coldest heart. But not all children are blessed with a normal good health so conducive to charm and laughter. Among those who are not are the thousands who are afflicted with cerebral palsy, boys and girls who are not able to play only for the fun of playing. To children with cerebral palsy, play is a form of exercise in which they must engage to overcome a crippling condition. Their play is a form of treatment, and it must continue if they are ever to engage in normal activities. Treatment administered by specialists is necessary along with vocational guidance and job training later in life. United Cerebral Palsy is doing as much as it can to lead America's palsy sufferers toward a happier life. 
but it can't be done without your help. Send a contribution in any amount this month to cerebral palsy in your community or to cerebral palsy in care of your local postmaster. You'll know you helped a deserving child toward finding a better, finer, more normal life. Long now, kiddo. You know, I think you've got a winner this time, McGee. If that chili only tastes half as good as it smells... It'll taste twice as good. Yes, ma'am. This is it. That's what you wrote on the envelope. Yeah, and hey, that's undoubtedly why I put that on the envelope. Sure, I made this chili once before, years ago. And it was so fabulous that I probably grabbed a pencil and wrote it right down there. This is it. With a double exclamation point. Sounds very logical. You can get mighty enthused about food. I can't figure, though, why the heck I put it away like that in my valuable papers file with my will. Should have kept it out. Been making it up two or three times a week. Maybe even putting it up in cans for sale. Well, I understand somebody's already thought of putting chili out in cans. Not like this chili, kiddo. I think the stuff is ready to eat. I know I am. Mm, So am I. Boy, it's half past six. No wonder I'm starved. I'll just let it set a minute while the ingredients take hold good. You get the dishes out, kiddo, and we'll have us a feast. Hello, McGee. Molly, may I come in? Ah, for Doc Gamble. He's got a sense of timing like... Come in, doctor, by all means. Top of the evening to both of you. Hi. I've been thinking about you all afternoon, my boy. Oh, yeah? Yep, I couldn't wait to get through my last call and go out and buy you a little present. Present? Yep, got it right here, sonny. With my best wishes. Oh, gee. Now, isn't that sweet? (laughs) Oh, it's wrapped so pretty, too. What's the occasion, Doctor? Open it up. Go ahead, rip it open. You'll see. Gee, I hope you like it, McGee. Open it for him, Molly. Sure. (laughs) Gee, I... Gosh, Doc, after all the nasty things... Well, you shouldn't have... Well, what is it, Molly? Why? It's a box of crackers. What? Fresh, crispy, salty, crunchy crackers which tastes so delicious with that chili the old-timer told me you were making, and boy, does that smell good. <laughs> well, of all the... T- <laughs> you big, flabby old fat. <laughs> Sit down, Doctor. Thanks. Drag <laughs> up a chair, Fats. My gosh, of all the... <laughs> oh, that smells good. Oh, McGee, if you'd eaten this chili without letting me know about it, I'd have destroyed myself. If there's anything now, I Now, boys, love, boys, you talk too much. Grab the plates, McGee. Get the silver out, Doctor. Okay. Oh, will this be fun? Oh. Oh. McGee, what is it? What's the matter? What time is it? Oh, can you see? 2.30 a.m. Haven't you been asleep? Not a wink. Oh, and it all comes back to me now, Molly. It does? What does? That recipe for chili con carne. Must have been uh, nine, ten years ago when I made this chili from this recipe. Oh, same thing happened. Oh! What? I don't seem to remember you making any chili. Of course not. You were visiting Aunt Sarah. I was? I was home alone. I remember it all now. I made some chili... Tasted wonderful. Yes, yes. Middle of the night, I woke up and felt awful aches and pains. Heartburn, indigestion, just like now. 
I thought I was going to pass out. Really? Why, you poor lad. So I got up, took the recipe, and put it in an envelope alongside my will and marked it. This is it. So if you got home too late, you'd know what done it. Oh, ain't this ridiculous? Fibber and Molly will be right back. Tuesday evenings is the time to hear Art Linkletter's madcap but all-in-fun audience participation show, People Are Funny. It doesn't take Art long to expose the foibles and follies that only go to prove once again that people are funny. You'll find a thousand laughs in this hilarious show. Make sure you're on hand when Art Linkletter brings you another laugh riot on People Are Funny, heard Tuesday evenings on NBC. And say there are many more wonderful programs for your listening enjoyment on NBC. Tune in Dragnet, starring Jack Webb as the ever-popular Sergeant Joe Friday. The cases you hear are true and come from the files of the Los Angeles Police Department. For taut, tense drama, be sure to hear Dragnet Tuesday evenings on NBC. Tuesday is also the night for Lux Radio Theater, where star meets story to bring you one of the finest programs on radio today. Yes, Tuesdays on NBC are listening-packed with People Are Funny, Dragnet, and Lux Radio Theater. Feeling better now, McGee? Yeah, I'm okay. That stuff Doc Gamble brought over is real effective. Say, what did he say about it? Said I must be allergic to something in my own cooking. Oh? Said we better get rid of the rest of that chili. Oh? Did he throw it out? No, he sat down and ate it. He did? Oh, that's too bad. I was sort of figuring on doing that myself. <laughs> you two make me... Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. This is John Wall saying, see you tomorrow. Laugh with Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve, the great Gildersleeve, that is, tonight on the NBC Radio Network.